Welcome to Oso oh Smitten, the podcast for lovers planning their dream wedding, where your unofficial bride tribe and co-hosts, Hayley and Meg. <laughs> here to talk wedding trends, inform you on the latest topics, and well, we're here to help walk you down the aisle to make your love official. That is your cue. Let's go, baby. (laughs) Hi, lovers, and welcome back. We hope you enjoyed last week's episode and got a little snippet of who we are and what we're going to provide with Oso Smitten. So this week, we will be getting to know each other. So the conversation will be a little bit more candid, more relaxed um, and interesting because as we mentioned in the last episode, we really are just getting to know each other. Yes, it's very exciting for us because who really is Hayley? (laughs) I don't know. Who knows? Yes. Well, we'll find out about each other and maybe a little about ourselves. (laughs) It's quite a um, confronting topic is when someone says to you, like, tell me about yourself. And you're like, "Mm." you spiral. (laughs) Because we've had this last week when we spoke about the episode and we decided that we wanted to do it so that you got to know us and we got to know each other. Hayley asked me the question, you know, who are you? And I was like, I don't know. Where do I start, Beth? (laughs) (laughs) But we were talking about, you know, how this um, episode was going to evolve. And I just had said, you know, so when I talk to you and when I ask you like about yourself, you know, what are you going to say? And you just went into full panic stations. I did. But I guess it is like when someone, you know, tells you to describe yourself or what are your three best qualities? And yes. you just like you almost go into that panic, I'm in an interview. Yeah. And you're like, oh I don't know what my qualities are. Am I a great human? I'm not sure. <laughs> exactly. But that's what we're here to do today. We're here to learn about each other. I think for our listeners it's a perfect mm-hmm. opportunity for them to learn about us. Yeah. Um and you then- are listening to us constantly. <laughs> so you should know a little about who your hosts are. So I guess we discussed about asking each other some questions. Yes. Um, We prepared them individually Mm -hmm. and we're going to answer them for you here today. Um, We've got our wine. Yeah. We're having a drink. Yeah. It's very candid as we mentioned. (laughs) (laughs) This is what we do all the time. Um, So should we just get started with a question? Yes. Um, Haley's actually kept her questions secret from me, which (laughs) I didn't feel very comfortable about, but I have then done the same to her. So how about you start? Okay. So just having a look through my questions, I'm just going to start off with... One that's quite reflective of the podcast Mm -hmm. um, and it will explain a little bit more about what you and I do, but what is your favorite aspect of your job? Oh, do I have to choose one? Um, No, just go for gold. I actually think the favorite aspect of my job is seeing it all come together. So being there on the day, because I think in the lead up, as much as we try to lessen the stress for a bride and a groom it's just a little bit of a build-up period so then seeing everything fall into place on the day and seeing the joy and the love these people have for each other is just overwhelming I know I have so many overwhelming feels like I come home and my cheeks hurt yes (laughs) well I think anyone in the wedding industry knows that you definitely have like a wedding calm down a wedding hangover mm-hmm. like it's a real thing it's all of that energy and the excitement and yeah. 
So like often when I'm driving home from a ceremony, I am just like on cloud nine. Yes. Like I am just so yep. happy and excited. But mm-hmm. more often than not, particularly after a night where I also MC at the reception, I wake up the next day and I'm just drained, shattered. Yes. Like I'm just so sad yep. it's all over. Mm-hmm. Um, obviously just want to hang out with my best friends that I've yes. just made forever. Mm-hmm. Um but yeah, it's definitely a thing. But you yeah. know, that is such a beautiful aspect of your job that you are there from like the beginning um, yes. all the way to the end and being able to yeah. see it out, coordinate their day to make it an absolute dream mm-hmm. um, is perfect. Yeah. And I think it's just that whole journey that you take with them. So you definitely are there for the ups and the downs. But then being able to see it all come together is just the biggest reward. Yeah. And for them to come up and say thank you so much. Like I I've... You've created my dream wedding, you know. I think for myself, it's probably very similar in a sense that it's the moment when we're in the ceremony and I'm officiating their, um, you know, their love story and I'm coming together with them, like particularly when we go to do the exchange of rings or something like that. Mm -hmm. And I just have a little moment with them and I say, we did it. We did it. We're here. And, you know, it's in that moment because I guess for couples, there is a moment where they don't reflect almost yeah like you, it's happening so it's fast. happening around them and I often say to my couples like that's why I think it's a rehearsal is so beneficial and you know I hate the word rehearsal because it's mm. so outdated and um old school I guess but I think it's important to get those pre-nerves out to an extent so that on the day you can be fully yeah, present though absolutely so I think those things even though it feels outdated and it feels a little bit like why am I doing this by running through, you're not then getting to the end of the aisle and kind of panicking. Yeah, absolutely. So I think even though those things feel a little silly, like make a thing of it, like go out and have dinner with your wedding party, your families and make a bigger deal out of it. Yeah. And just have that time together. So I think that's, yeah. you know, but we can of course talk about that later um, yeah. in another episode. But I, yeah, just think that that is the moment when you're with your couple and Definitely. you are just having... Yeah, all of those feelings. It's so, it's like a little bit hard to explain, but it's almost like an all over body joy. Yes. Like I just feel joy and happiness in every, like I feel like a little kid again, jumping up and down. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. No, so I agree. So I I feel like for the both of us, it's very similar in a sense, like it is on that day, but it's the relationship that we build up until that point that makes that day so special yeah your fledglings are leaving the nest (laughs) (laughs) I know I'm like be my friend forever yes they are usually (laughs) so I guess that leads me to a question for you Hayley oh god this is a little daunting well I think because we're already on the wedding topic I wish we shared (laughs) I do as well but we're here now so buckle up um I wanted to ask you what drew you into the wedding industry was there a moment when it clicked or was it something for you that just felt like a natural progression yeah I think for me I don't really remember the moment where I was like I'm going to become a marriage celebrant I think it's actually a little random, um, mm. but I think when I've told people that I've become a marriage celebrant, they are just like, oh my gosh, like mm-hmm. that is just perfect for you yeah. because I love people. I don't mind talking in public. That doesn't worry me. Um, no. Don't mind talking, <laughs> full stop, but don't That's mind talking. That's why we're here. <laughs> How fitting. Yes. Um, but yeah, I just don't remember the moment. I, it was actually a friend who was getting married and I was just having a conversation with her about, you know, all the different roles for their day. And then I had just mentioned and I th- had thought to myself prior that, oh, I, you know, would love to become a marriage celebrant one day. And she was like, well, mm. why don't you? Yeah. And I was like, hmm, 
I just pondered on that thought for a moment and then I actually became a marriage celebrant for her wedding um, to be a part of her day and that was so special and then as things progressed like more people found out what the the role was I Mm -hmm. was doing and then they would say hey I'm getting married will you Mm -hmm. be my marriage celebrant and I was like Yes. 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 <laughs> um, and then, yeah, it has just been a progression. And I just, yeah, I'm so grateful and thankful that it's, you know, led out to the way it mm-hmm. is. And yeah, it does feel, yeah, quite natural for me. I love it so much. Like mm-hmm. there's not one aspect of it that I'm like, oh, I love my job, but I hate this part. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, so grateful for that. Yeah. And I think that's the thing when you're first starting out, it's often just a throwaway comment of somebody saying, why don't you do this? Yeah. That's what gets you into it for the yeah. start. So I also have a business with my partner called Drawn With Light and it was a similar progression for us. You know, we had done photography for brands and fashion and things like that. And then we had a friend who had a friend getting married and she was like, would you do weddings? And I, you know, the fear of it Mm. held me back a lot. I kind of said, oh my gosh, like there's a lot of pressure, you know, you cannot repeat a moment when you're at a wedding. It's you get it or you don't. Well, it's someone's day so the importance of that and Mm -hmm. holding that like so close to your heart and knowing that you've been chosen for that person's day like that's so special it's so special but I think that that can come with a lot of pressure if you decide to put that on yourself yeah whereas I think over the years of shooting weddings now that pressure has changed from oh my goodness you're choosing me what a privilege what an honor I get to be there to capture this incredible moment in your lives not feel that pressure as much yeah you're there and I'm working with my partner like we're flowing with the day yeah and we've done so much planning up until that point so we're ready yeah we're ready for everything to happen we have the gear we know what we're doing yeah but I think it comes from those referrals as you said yeah you had a friend that was getting married and then another friend and that's what happened for us we had that friend of a friend and then there was another friend of a friend and the basis of it all was they knew us. Yeah. And so they're automatically comfortable with us. Yeah. And I think that it's that that word of mouth mm-hmm. um, because there's no better way for someone to refer you than for them to share their experience yep. because that in itself is just like such yes. a blessing. Um, and that's probably where my business has progressed the most mm-hmm. is through word of mouth, which, yep. you know, so grateful that that has just been the way it is um but I still remember like being a child and playing with my sister and pretending to be like a wedding planner and we all have these like manila folders and I'd be like okay now you can come in for your like bridal fitting oh my goodness (laughs) I love that I love hearing the before of like all these little signs that led you here and you never picked up on them, yeah. but they were there. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So I think um, I definitely think that I was meant to be a part of the wedding industry at some point. It's such a special part of people's days. Mm-hmm. I just didn't really know where I fit into it. Like, yep. was I beginning, going to become a florist? Was I going to become, mm-hmm. you know, the marriage celebrant? Or, you know, yep. there's definitely like I have so much interest in weddings that there's so many aspects that yes. – I appreciate. Um, So, yeah, but that's just what I'm doing for now. Yeah, and I think that probably stems a lot from you planning your own wedding too. Like when you firsthand been there doing the DIY and doing those certain things and feeling so much joy and accomplishment from them – but then like, oh, there's there's something yeah. here. I just don't know where yeah. I fit. Oh, absolutely. So, yeah, the fact that it was all accidental is 
absolutely perfect. Um, it's accidental, but it's not because I know you and I are mm. the same in our thinking. I believe that everything happens for a reason yeah. and the universe brings you to people and to things and to opportunities because that those things are meant yeah. for you. And what a better way to now be talking about all things weddings because mm-hmm. we love every single aspect. Yes. So to be able to share um, our knowledge and information with other people who are getting married is just like a dream come true. Yeah. It's a blessing. Absolutely. Okay, <laughs> on to my next question. What is your ideal date night? Oh, so I love something simple, yep. something that has just been planned with me in mind. And that is honestly just a picnic at the beach. Oh, bless. I am. You love I'm, a good picnic, actually. I do love a good picnic. <laughs> I love it when it's obviously like Rod has planned it and he surprised me. I yep. am a sucker for a surprise. Um, but it's just something really simple. That's actually how Rod proposed yeah. um, with a picnic. So he knows Cute. me well. We just made like homemade pizzas down at the beach, something like that's just us. Yeah. No distraction, no noise, just us being oh, together. That's so, so sweet. That is probably my ideal date night, I would have to say. I will have to... Look, I'm the very opposite with surprises. I do not like them. (laughs) Um, So the fact that you said that last night, hubby actually took me on a date night. It was so nice to just like stop for a moment and have some time together. Um, But we went and he had, you know, said to me all week, he's like, I've organized for your mum to look after the girls. Like we're going somewhere and I'm constantly just pestering him like, what are we doing? What are we doing? Where are we going? I need a hint. I need a hint. (laughs) And even like in the car on the way, I'm like, I bet we're going here. I bet we're we're going there. I bet we're doing this. And he's like, you just need to stop. Like you'll you'll figure it out in a moment. Yeah. So we're driving along and um, we are going in a couple of different directions and I'm like, oh, are we going there? And he's like, no. Was he distracting you along the way, do you think? No, 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 no. We Not that complicated. We, <laughs> we genuinely were just going out for dinner, but as soon as we took a certain exit um, and then we pulled up in front of the restaurant and I'm like, bam, we're going there. So Where was it? We went up to Noosa and he took me to a Love restaurant, Light Years. I haven't been. Oh, so amazing. So good. So delicious. So me. And I was just like, you know, the thought of someone choosing somewhere for you to go and it really reflecting like you, Mm -hmm. um, all the things that we love to do. So that was really lovely. And then we went and listened to some live music. There was an incredible (laughs) artist playing. I should really find out her name. I took a little, um, little card. Like a, no, not a card. People do cards anymore. <laughs> <laughs> no, I took a like a little video. She had her um, name set up. So I might add that information somewhere. Yes. And then we went and got ice cream and walked along Hastings Street. That's so sweet. Yeah. And it was like really busy. The vibe was really cool along there. And it was just like Noosa is definitely like one of my favorite places to mm-hmm. be. So yeah, it was yeah, so I nice. think that, um, that thought is the key. Yeah. You know, the fact that he has planned that entire thing yeah. and kept it a secret yeah. like try don't enjoy it but he, he enjoys exactly it. so but it's the thought that he put into that being like this is going to be yeah. somewhere that you love exactly like, this is an incredible and i don't time. want anything extravagant like that no. was just like perfect and probably like as tr- extravagant as it yeah. needs to be but i but just I th- think i'm very similar in a sense where i just like simple mm-hmm. i don't like anything you know and our like maybe we should talk about our proposals because mine was very similar in a sense that we he was like let's go out it was new year's yep. and he was like let's go out um for dinner and i thought 
really like we never celebrate new year's like it's not really a thing for us so i just thought it was really strange yeah we'd been up the beach all day so you know what oh, you like have been when exhausted you finish, like then. a day at the beach you're yeah. tired and i was just thinking and i was saying to my mom like i'm just so tired i really cannot be bothered going <laughs> out like, for dinner i do not accept <laughs> why is he so persistent on this and then um yeah, we obviously, my mum's like, you should really go out for dinner. Like, that's oh, a great idea. Known. She's like pushing and you out so the door. And so we're like driving, we went into town. This is when we we're living at Newcastle at the time. And he's like, you know, went to go get um, some, I think he had some drinks or he went mm. to go get some drinks. I don't know. And he's like, let's go for a drink down at the beach. And I'm like, oh. Like, <laughs> We've we- already been <laughs> at the beach all day. I'm sorry. I'm like, why can't we just go to the restaurant? Like, this is just yeah. a lot. Like, mm-hmm. what's the, what is happening? Um, But it was so adorable. We went down and sat at the beach. Obviously, the beach being one of my favorite places. And yeah, um, yeah it was so adorable. He had these like rocks pebble things and on the pebbles he had them laid out on the ground and it said oh Will my you goodness marry that's so cute and it was just so simple there wasn't anything crazy um there was hardly anyone on the beach and the only yeah. people that really saw me screaming and crying was just like a family <laughs> who were doing like a late afternoon swim I can't. and they were just so adorable oh they were gosh. like congrats and then that's um so cute. when we went out for dinner obviously someone the lady sitting next to me it was it was like it was all planned it yeah. definitely wasn't but the lady who was sitting next to me was like, oh, I love your ring. It's so sparkly. I'm like, I just did it. <laughs> so then the night went from like, I didn't, I couldn't be bothered. I didn't want to go, go, you know. You're on such a high. <laughs> as soon as it happens, you're like, who should I tell? Like, what do we do? <laughs> and we pretty much, I then like, you know, flicked the switch and I was like, let's party. So then yeah, we, yeah, you yeah. know, obviously had a wild New Year's yes. and that was so much fun. But, um, but yeah, tell me about your proposal. Oh my gosh. Well, obviously both had our little beach proposals. That's very cute that we've got that in common. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But interesting. So we travelled in a van for nine months on the road. We kitted it all out, like we got it all ready and then we left and we headed over to WA first. Yeah. Unbeknownst to me, Rod had designed, made a ring and he'd been carrying it for at this point eight months see i don't understand this we need Mm. to talk about this later why are they holding on to it and like i don't i think like for rod he was looking for the opportune moment yeah he was looking for the perfect location and for us i think every location is perfect because we're with our person i mean it doesn't have to be a certain way i guess it has to be like the moment yeah i mean like what is new yeah Yeah. what is the moment like i just couldn't do that i just i honestly would get it back from the shop and (laughs) i would just be so excited that i would just ask them in like the most ridiculous like the car (laughs) i told rod i loved him for the first time in the car because i just freaked out Oh my God. I don't know. I don't know. Like, wait, like, wait for the opportune yeah, moments. I would but just he be was way too excited. And I just yeah. definitely wouldn't be carrying anything around no. for eight months. So he hid it in the toolbox because oh. I don't, I'm not a handy gal. <laughs> <laughs> Never went in there. Um, and he carried it until we'd been on the road. We left in February and we, it was in August. So. He was looking for that opportune time, that opportune moment. And then I think he just was like, there's not going to be one. And he waited till we were in Broome. So who knows if we'll ever be back in Broome. It's quite a long way from Queensland. And yeah, he planned it out to be on this little beach. That is really sweet. It was absolutely beautiful. But there were a few times. So I was like home making our little um, pizzas in the back of the van, getting it all ready to make down on the beach. 
And there were a few moments that I was like, oh, Rod's like a little bit stressed. Like he's so laid back. If you ever meet him, he's the most laid back person. And then we got down to the beach and the one time that you're on the beach and you usually have the sunset to yourself, mm-hmm. we had a lady sit <laughs> down like directly in front of us on a rock and Rod was like, oh, why would you sit there? It was like <laughs> getting really frustrated. I was like, it's fine. Like I yeah. had a drink. I was like, it's beautiful. It's stunning. You don't need to stress. Like yeah. we're good. Like, like let's look just, at where we are. Yeah. Let's just enjoy the We're moment. on holidays. We've got homemade pizza. We've got a couple of beers. Like let's have fun. And then she left and it was just as the sun went down and the sky was beautiful and golden and he got down on one knee and because we're like, we have a photography background, for some reason I thought that Rod was like doing a pose. I was a little bit confused. (laughs) I was like, what's happening here? Like, what's going on? And he set up the tripod to be like filming it to take photos. And I was like, what are you, are you, are you joking? And I. (laughs) it's like the worst thing for me to ask I know but I I feel like that is definitely something that everyone asks I think all like definitely every time the ladies must say oh my god and then they must say are you joking (laughs) like they're like are you sure (laughs) yeah you know I'm crazy (laughs) (laughs) are you signing up yeah no you've been with me for some time you know what's happening that is hilarious that is so sweet so I think yeah it was a moment of just like what's happening what's happening and then it dawned on me and then the same as you it was just emotions of like Mm. I wanted to know everything. Like, uh, how long have you been planning this? Like, we'd always spoke. Like, That's when you just meet like your a person. typical, like, l- you know, woman thing to do yeah. is like, we now need to like, you know, let's unpack, unpack everything. <laughs> let's unpack every little detail. When did you make it? Who chose like this aspect of the oh, ring? Oh, that's amazing. Um, so, yeah, it was very much like as soon as I realised, I was like, oh, my gosh. Well, yes, of course. Yes. Like, Yes. Yes. Um, I think we forget to say that too. It's like, oh, <laughs> and I say yes. Yeah, of course I say yes. And I accept. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, that's how that went down. And then, yeah, we I kind really of- want to see the footage of this happening. Was it a video? Was no, it, it was just photos. Um, would have been quite hilarious if it was also footage because I was just like having a little jumping, dance yeah. and jumping and then confused and then yeah. excited and <laughs> overwhelmed. and um, But, yeah, they're just photos, but they're very cute. Oh, so. well, we'll have to share them because I definitely still – have photos of our proposals so let's share them yes please let's get into our next question Mm -hmm. so is it your turn yes so my question is kind of well it could be wedding related but it's a little less I guess more personal oh here we go (laughs) it's not that personal don't don't stress um but I just want to know like I guess when I meet people I get really excited about asking questions that aren't just your stereotypical like what do you do for work like blah 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 so I guess I wanted to ask you what gets you out of the bed (laughs) <laughs> out of bed in the morning <laughs> oh well definitely my children <laughs> <laughs> oh yes <laughs> they're awake before you <laughs> um but if we're thinking more deeper than that um besides my children besides coffee mm-hmm. look my dream morning would be waking up going for a swim in the ocean oh doesn't happen often these days <laughs> But it will, like that's your, yeah. your you're manifesting that. Life Absolutely. For and if if any point in my life when it gets too overwhelming or too hard, like mm-hmm. the ocean for me is that place where I'm like, 
I just got to go for a swim. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. That's beautiful. It is such a calming place. Like I am slightly terrified of the ocean, but recently because... I know so many people who are genuinely terrified of the ocean. It is terrifying there, babe. Like, But don't you just think it's so relaxing? I think if you grew up near the ocean, it's completely different because you probably did nippers, like you probably had swimming lessons. You're probably like... We need to talk about how you're a little country girl. Uh, I am landlocked. (laughs) (laughs) There ain't no water near me. (laughs) There's a dam. (laughs) Oh my gosh. And that's another thing. Like, you know, we we both grew up and had such different childhood experiences. Mm -hmm. Like I grew up here. I lived by the ocean. Like most mornings, afternoons, weekends were spent at the beach. Exactly. Um, So I guess, yeah. That's in your blood. And I feel like when it's in your blood, that's what you love. Like we've recently been going down to Cotton Tree and having a little swim and that doesn't have the impact that the ocean has because Mm. it's an inlet, Mm. no waves. I don't need to be stressed. I can just float with the current. But if I am in the ocean, I'm watching for when that next wave is coming in to kill me. (laughs) I'm stressed. (laughs) Oh, honey, we got to go for a little beach session. (laughs) Yeah. Okay. Well, what about you? What wakes you? What was the question? What wakes you up in the morning? What gets you out of bed in the morning? It's actually the birds at the moment. They're heinous. Yes. They get into this really like hectic state in like summer. (laughs) They're angry. Well, it has been incredibly hot. Yes. So they wake Um, up a little earlier. But what gets you out of bed in the morning? Mm. I was hoping you weren't going to throw this one. (laughs) I thought about it for you, not myself. Oh, sorry. Yeah, no, that's okay. Um, What gets me out of bed in the morning? I want to not make it about work, but currently it is. I think you go through phases and for me, like right now, it is very work-centric and that is because I'm wanting to build this life that is so abundant for myself and Rod and my relationships around me. So like I think at this stage in time, it is very much when I get out of bed in the morning and I've got that day planned where I can jump into the study and I can be working on Smitten, I can be working on our own businesses and that just fuels some kind of excitement within me. Well, that's amazing because that goes to show that you're so passionate about what you do. Mm -hmm. You love every aspect of what you do and I know that because I can see it. Mm -hmm. Um, You know, it's not for everyone but I think we all go through seasons as well. Yeah, exactly. And I think like there were seasons in the past where I was very much more focused on, you know, going out and travelling a lot more but – because we've, you know, lived in the van on the road and because I've been overseas a few times at this point in my life, I'm very much wanting to build a lifestyle where I can have a home. Yeah. I can have a foundation. I can have that peace to come back to. Yeah. And I think until now, because we've been a little bit nomadic, maybe we haven't had that. Yeah. And that's amazing that you're recognizing that. And mm-hmm. that's like, you know, your priorities at the moment. Um yeah. Yeah. That's that. probably me. Well, because you mentioned that you have traveled um, quite a few times, I want to ask the question, if you could jump on a plane and travel somewhere, anywhere, mm-hmm. where would you go? Oh, hands down, I would go straight back to Europe oh. in this present moment. Yeah. Anywhere I, in particular, because Europe's quite large. Yeah, yes, we should narrow <laughs> that one down, shouldn't we? I would love to go back to Croatia. Mm-hmm. I would love to visit Greece. Yep. I've never been there before. Um, they're probably my top two at yep. the moment. They're just 
I don't know, there's a pull. There's something yeah. there. And I think it's because you for the last like few years we've all been like locked down to a certain extent we've all been like a little bit insular in where we've been and to get that cultural injection yeah of being overseas with a different language surrounding you yeah. is just what I'm craving craving yeah are you feeling the same kind oh, of feelings? definitely we have a couple of trips planned this year which I'm very much looking forward Ooh. to but if I could just transport anywhere it would be hands down Italy yes and not like Italy. I've been there before. So, mm-hmm. you know, we've done all the touristy places, yeah. but it would just be purely to like immerse ourselves in that country. And it's a bucket list of ours is that when the girls get older is to just go and live over there for mm-hmm. a, like a minimum of a month. Yeah, um, yeah, definitely. I think the beauty of it now is that when I traveled to Europe before, I was traveling with a girlfriend. Mm-hmm. It was a very, very different trip. And now for the fun me, trip though. it was a fun <laughs> guys, it was fun. <laughs> it was a bit of a woo girl trip. Yep. Not gonna lie. And that's fine. Yeah, exactly. See, whereas As- I did Europe on my own. Yes. So I went over on my own. I did um, six weeks mm-hmm. traveling all through Europe on my own. And that is just like the most amazing experience. Yep. If anyone's considering it, if anyone's thinking oh of gosh, doing it, do it. Um, Jump and it wasn't, the comfort yeah, zone. it wasn't on a, um, Kentucky tour or anything like mm-hmm. that. I just literally flew into London and then from yep. there, I just like, you know, went from place to place, mm-hmm. which was so amazing. Yeah. You um, grow so much. Like I think, when I was in Europe, I did have stints where I was by myself um, for one of the trips that I did over there. And I was terrified. Mm. Like you're going to a different country. I think that's like the perfect place. Like yeah. I definitely nearly got kidnapped in Croatia. <laughs> There's dubious <laughs> things that happen in Europe. Yes. Yeah, so and you're, you're going to, you know, a hostel or wherever else where you're meeting people, but you're there by yourself. So you've got to have your back and you've got to be street smart. So yeah. it makes you grow up that little bit extra yeah. and pushes you outside the comfort zone to be more of yourself yeah and you come back and you're just like wow my mind is expanded oh absolutely so yeah that's definitely something um or where we would travel to is Mm -hmm. definitely Europe yeah I think that's the beauty going over there with your partner going over there with your family like I've said to Rod what I would love to do down the track is just go to a place a little village get a home and for their summer or winter or whatever it might be Go live there, learn the language and live in that culture because you as a person now and you doing that kind of overseas living and then within Australia, wow. Yeah. It's just going to open up so much for you. Oh, absolutely. Just for a bit of a fun one, I did actually notice you mentioned something about this the other day, but what Mm -hmm. emoji do you use most often? Oh my gosh. I would definitely use the kissy face one. 100%. Let me like double check on my messages, but I, I definitely think, yep, the kissy face. That is hilarious. (laughs) Mine has to be the um, white love heart. Oh yeah. I feel like that's such an iconic one for me and people Mm. who know me would definitely agree. She loves the pastel tones. Wouldn't mind like the little hand to the face in most situations. That is like literally my second row. (laughs) (laughs) all right it is my turn to ask another question and this is probably my favorite one because I am a little bit um as I've mentioned I believe in the universe and certain star signs and everything so Hayley what is your star sign oh see I well I'm a Leo 
Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm born in August. Yes. I love the star signs. I just don't know enough about them. I don't know enough about them, but things just click when I meet people. Yeah. So what are you? I'm a Sagittarius and, and so we're very compatible in friendship. We? Yes, because my best friend from home is a Leo. Oh, And when we wow. met, I was like, you are very much like Rachel, yeah. like in a lot of the – a lot of the ways that you give yourself, if that makes sense. So you're very giving, you're very generous with all of your thoughts and ideas and you're just a beautiful, generous human. Stop. If I knew more about a Sagittarius, I would tell you all the amazing things that you are that reflect that. Don't worry, babe. You will learn now. (laughs) (laughs) You will learn. (laughs) Okay, let's move on to the next one. Mm, Let's talk about love languages. So what is your love language? So I think you have like two love languages. Is that correct? I think you so... Maybe the way you give love and the way you receive love. So the way I think there's a little bit of a confusion between the two because I did the love languages test with my partner and I realised that I was giving love how I would wish to receive it. Okay. Which is not really how it's meant to be. You're meant to learn their love language and then gift them what they need okay so for instance I am so with the love languages there's words of affirmation Mm -hmm. acts of service gifts quality time and physical touch Mm -hmm. so how do you like to give love so I think that's where I got a little bit confused because I was giving love how I wanted to receive (laughs) (laughs) which is not right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so now I've been with my partner for a while and we actually did the love languages yeah. test together. I know that his love languages are words of affirmation. Mm-hmm. So that's what he needs and he needs acts of service. Mm-hmm. So little things around the house that you might not notice. So for me, that's not how I receive love. Yeah. Like I receive love a little bit differently. If he buys me spontaneously a bunch of flowers. Yeah. I'm like, oh, yeah. you thought of me today. Isn't it so interesting? And I feel like it's definitely something that we could, you know, go into further. So we maybe in can. our next episode, we can be taking the love languages test that you talk about. Yes. I know you've done it, but yep. maybe, you know, myself could mm-hmm. do it or yep. learn a little bit more about ourselves because I think there is also a lesson there for couples to understand the difference in giving and receiving with how your partner needs to be loved yeah absolutely I would say that the way I like to receive love is through words of affirmation um and quality time Mm -hmm. definitely like if someone wants to spend time with me I'm like oh if someone tells me (laughs) if someone tells me you know I don't know just says kind things about me yeah then I'm like yes whereas you know acts of service and gifts I'm just like meh like yeah. not fussed. Yeah. Whereas. And is Brad the same? Is that how he. Well, I no. Brad's would definitely be physical touch. Mm-hmm. I just, yeah, hands down. Like maybe he has another. Maybe I should probably find <laughs> out. And I think that's, it's a good refresher because I yeah. said to Rod the other day, I was like, oh, we did this so long ago. We've been together for seven years now coming up in June. Mm. And so it was such a long time ago. I was like, I wonder if that's progressed and that's changed because you do change and grow as a couple what I needed back then might be a little bit different now and the same with him so I was like we need a little refresher on that I think oh absolutely and so important as you say for relationships to understand you know how you both 
want mm-hmm. to receive love and yep. how you give love. And the more you understand that, then the more your relationship makes sense. Yes, it flourishes because you're growing and accepting that person for who they're growing into. Yeah, amazing. Well, thank you so much for today. It's been another pleasure to have a chat with you. Yes. But that is all we have time for today. And mm-hmm. as always, we are here for you as you plan your dream day. Be sure to check out our official Smitten Love book, a place to support one another through the important milestones in your life. Within our community, choose kindness. And as always, we acknowledge the land in which we are recording this podcast. We look forward to our chats next week, lovers. Bye. Bye.